Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you, like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I that's am right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we have four-color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we're talking about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare to dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast.
Welcome to Super Action Bros, a podcast you talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And ladies of exceptional bust raiding some tombs. <laughs> My name is Ryan. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. Uh, this is the episode in which we talk about uh, another video game. This is uh, the, third, the third week of Pixels, Punches, and poly- nope. oh, Pixels, Pixels, Polygons, Polygons, and Punches, and punches. Month. I never get these right. No. Um, and we are talking about uh, Tomb Raider. The f- official title is Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Mm, that's correct. But it, you know, whichever whichever floats your boat. So uh, before we yeah. get into the Tomb Raider, though, uh, we want to let you guys know of a couple ways you can reach out to us if you like things we do and you want to reach out. Yes. Uh, way number one you can reach out to us is by going to our website, superactionbros.com, uh, where you can actually follow us the Tumblr blog, so you can follow us on Tumblr and get updates when new episodes come out, and Ryan likes to sometimes post funny gift sets that I he do. finds of the movies I we watch. Um, we also are available on uh, on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us reviews. And please, then please. Get please new episodes. Say something to us. <laughs> we like hearing from you guys. Um, you can also reach out to us via uh, social media. We do have social media platforms we're on. Uh, you can reach out to us via Twitter at, at Super Action Bros um, for the show itself. But we also are on Twitter individually. Uh, so for me, Ian, it's at iRich. That's at I R I T C H. I'm on Twitter too at Ryan Roop. That's R Y A N R U P P E. You can also reach out to us via Facebook. We do a Facebook page. You can just big thumbs up like there. And uh, we're on a neat little website called Letterbox, which we recently updated. Yeah, right? hey, I, I finally, it's, it's been so literally a year. Tell the boys and girls what Letterbox sure. is and uh, how they sign up for it and uh, what you updated. So it's Letterbox D. So it's Letterboxd, L E T T E R B O X D dot com. It's like a, it's like a, social media movie review site you can uh create a profile and, and add movies that you like write reviews about movies make like a watch list make like lists of movies that have a common common theme or a similar feel uh so on our super action bros letterboxd account which is letterboxd.com slash super action bros uh we have a list of all the movies that we watch with the name of the episode in each one you can look at the list for our themes month themed months like pixels polygons and punches um and you can follow us and you know you can be noted there when we update uh have new movies come out or look at movies we've watched in the past or you can even like create a list and ping us in it and say you guys should watch these movies that would be very awesome that's a great way to reach out to us um you can also reach out to us via old-fashioned email if you go to uh you do it to your mailbox provider and type in the two address the two field uh super action bros at gmail.com uh, you should be able to hit the click button. It will, an SMTP connection will be established with the gmail.com incoming email server. And that message should uh, hopefully make its way to our inbox. I'm giving you a look right now. Barring your IP being good or bad. Anyway, um, so uh, that is that. And you can also reach out to us uh, through uh, stuffandthingspodcastnetwork.com. That's our uh, podcast network that we are part of. And there's a neat little form there you can easily fill out. So there's a lot of ways to get in touch with us. Please do. We like hearing from you guys. We do. We like movie suggestions. This and this, stuff like this that. whole month was based off of, off of listener suggestions. It's true. So, um, we're inspired by you guys. So um, that is the business. And now we'll get in the show. So week three. Yes. We watched. So, so let's, let's count them out. We did Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. We did Doom. Yep. And now Tomb Raider. So yep. Ryan, much like I asked you last time, what is your experience with the game Tomb Raider? So, okay, well, let's, let's do this. For those of you who don't know what Tomb Raider is. It's a video game. It's a video game. Now imagine you're Indiana Jones, right? Imagine you're Indiana Jones. We talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark. You yeah. know Indiana Jones. Now imagine they remove all personality from you. And they make you into a lady that's very busty. 
Yep. And that is the original concept for Tomb Raider. And Tomb Raider came out, it was like a PlayStation game and it a was. PC game right around mm -hmm. the same time. Mm -hmm. So that puts you in the video game era that we're talking about. They And it, it was, yeah. I mean, we didn't have a good Indiana Jones game, uh, but the Tomb Raider game was the closest thing we got to Indiana Jones. And I feel like since the first Indiana Jones movie came out, both Hollywood and all other entertainment media have been trying to catch that Indiana Jones magic. Mm -hmm. And so the video game came close-ish. Yeah. Because it, 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 it has <coughs> more shooting than an Indiana way. Jones it game. It became very should. much, though. Its own thing. About, no, it became very much about one thing. And that well, is. Two things. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you get where we're going yes. with that. Um, and so for many, many years, uh, Tomb Raider was kind of regarded as a joke in that front where it's just like, oh, it's a girl with, you But know, it was really popular. And gameplay-wise, oh, yeah, it was absolutely. a lot of. It was a it was like a first person actually, shooter or a three yeah. D platformer. So a lot of jumping around, yeah. solving puzzles, and a lot of a lot of shooting of, of bad things. And, yes, and, and bad then guys. more recently they've they've updated Tomb Raider. It's, it's she's become less she's become a real person as opposed yeah, to just a you know a, a, a cipher. Yes, a, a, a player <laughs> insert. Yes, uh, she has a personality, and the game she's she's more realistically proportioned we'll but, say but that but that's like in the 2010s this yes. is this movie came but this out in is 2001 before, so that's why i want to make that clear is because this came out in 2001 well before any of like the let's make let's make lady people real people yeah no um so, so this video game character when and this, then the movie this, that this was that the video game was based on when this in the realm of video games was female representation <laughs> was laura croft yeah though speaking of female representation this movie dismally fails the bechdel test it does there it is does. not another woman in the movie who has a name or speaks any lines yes that's true absolutely <laughs> the only other woman Doesn't in the movie that I can think apparently of, from what i from what i surmised from this movie She's the only woman in this whole universe. She's the only, yeah. The only other woman in this movie is, and I the, mean, is the the uh, the maid, yes, who happens upon the character Alex West, who we'll review who that plays that in a second, and is surprised and hands him a towel. Yes, and and that, and she doesn't even talk, and there are no other women. No. There's like maybe a couple of women in the like one scene with what more than universe, five people in it. Whatever universe in which you live, where Laura Croft is the main woman in the world, they must be like following her constantly. <laughs> She seems to have a lot of attention on her. Well, um, but let's talk about our uh, our, our cast. So, so that's. Uh, did you ever play any of the Tomb Raider games? I, uh, I remember playing demos and stuff. I never really played. Yeah, all the way I never. Through, I guess. I guess we're maybe we're not the best people to be doing this because neither of us really got super into it. No, but I, I remember. But, but I knew Tomb Raider. I was, I was terrible at video games, and so I would watch my friends play them. I remember watching my friends play, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. Like, I can get behind this." I feel like I was but, the target age audience when this came out. Oh yeah, you, uh, in the late nineties, we both were. I was a young man. We were within right that target. The, the cusp of of becoming well, we a teenager. Didn't, we, I I didn't purchase violent games. No, I well, I didn't have this to. because I, look, I mean, when, just Google search Laura Croft Tomb Raider and look for ones with her in a green shirt, and you'll notice exactly like like an aqua green shirt, and you'll see why my mom probably wouldn't let me have this game. Oh, yeah. um, but I remember playing demos and stuff and thinking it was kind of, looked kind of fun. I mean, it's pretty pretty simple, to, pretty simple and straightforward. Like the more modern day, day equivalent of this in, in the male realm is probably those Uncharted games, which oh, yeah. apparently those going to be a movie. Which, which again. They're they're taking the Indiana Jones it's just sneak Indiana around Jones. and find artifacts. Yeah, it's like the mummy thing. when we talked last year about yeah. the mummy. Same idea. It's like all that Indiana Jones architecture. Indiana Jones seems to be like the go-to for that sort of stuff now. Anyway, um, so we get it. Pretty yeah. easy, right? Um, so Tomb Raider though. I did. So have did you, you seen? The, have you seen this movie before? Yes, actually. Uh, funny story. This is the only movie that I ever snuck into. Oh, uh, when I was when I was in high school. This was two thousand and one. Uh, my friend and I. 
we decided, you know, we didn't have responsibilities, but we had parents who would give us money to go see movies. So we went and saw AI in the theaters because we were both really excited about seeing AI. <laughs> dorks. Uh, yeah, we were huge dorks. And I afterwards, went and saw AI I was too. like, I was well, we don't have anything else to do. Let's go to another movie. And the only other movie that was playing around the same time was Tomb Raider. So we snuck in, sat right in the front, and watched Tomb Raider. <laughs> So you saw this in the movie theater? Yes, yeah, so I saw this in the movie theater, but I, I didn't pay for I it. I believe I did as well. I believe I remember correctly. Either my mom dropped us off, or I think we might have ridden our bikes up to the movie theater. The movie's rated PG-13, so it's not like I snuck yeah. into something no, because no. it's super bad. I snuck into an R-rated movie. We'll talk more about that oh. next month. <laughs> but but I, the, I think the reason we snuck into this is because both of us were like, well, I kind of want to see this, but I don't expect it to be good, so I'm not really willing to pay money for it. But we're both equally acknowledging there's a woman in it. Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing tight clothing. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk let's not talk any further. We don't want to soil our AI love. <laughs> That's what I we're really here. AI. The art of cinema. I liked AI. I did too. I liked it as well. I figured I AI it. was I, worth I li- about half of a movie ticket. I, I knew that I knew that you liked AI when the other day when we were at work I made a joke about Haley Joel Osment's face drooping down. And oh, you yeah. got it because you remember that part when you had all the spinach. Oh, yeah, you wanted to be a weird. real boy. Anyway, um it's such a weird movie. Yeah, it is. We will um, never watch it for the show because it's, it's not really an action boring. movie. Yeah, it's kinda boring. Um but anyway, okay. Um, so all right, let's so talk about the people who, who paid so who, money to make who, this movie. Who made this movie, Ryan? So this movie's directed and uh, directed by with... There are a lot of people who have writing credits on this movie. <laughs> okay. There are three people credited for story, mm-hmm. two people credited for screenplay, mm-hmm. and then someone credited for adaptation. Okay. Well, I guess it's an adaptation. That's accurate. So. Yeah. So the, the guy who's credited for the adaptation is also the director of the movie, a director named Simon West. Okay. Uh, the other movies he's made that are worth remarking upon are Con Air, okay, which was the only movie he'd made before this. Uh, he also directed Expendables 2. Mm-hmm. So not the first one, but the second Expendables. Also, also, there is a video that more people have seen on the internet than almost any other video called Never Gonna Give You Up. Mm-hmm. The, wrist a- the Rick Astley music video. He directed that? He directed that. Wow. At least a, according to internet. It, that's some so, supreme cred right so there. So it's it's definitely possible that the IMDB is Rick rolling me, uh, but but I'm going to go with it. Okay. Uh, so so that's that's the person who directed the movie. Um, oh, there's the, the whole writing scenario is based on, I think the people who have story credits uh, were involved with video game production, mm-hmm. um, but not all of them were. And the people who have writer's credits, it, it's one of those movies that like Hollywood workshops so much that no one person really wrote it. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, there's hardly any talking in the movie at all. So it's not like, oh, well, well this has, you know, so-and-so's signature dialogue. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it's so-and-so's signature monosyllabic grunts. <laughs> um but we got we got some cast. We do have some cast. So who who's our cast? The cast kind of surprised me. It's it's a it's a cast that that none of them were as big stars then as they are now. Yeah, especially especially one guy in yeah, particular. Yeah, we're gonna get there. And then there's another guy who's on a very popular television show. But we'll get to sure. that too. So <laughs> so Laura Croft is played by Angelina, Angelina Jolie, Jolie. Mm-hmm. who if if you'll recall from 2001 was the only choice. <laughs> Like it, every, recall, everybody, the minute if, that you heard just, Angelina I'll, Jolie is going to be Laura Croft, you're like, well, of course she is. Ryan, Ryan is married, but I'll just recall. If you recall, 2001 was the hottest woman on earth in 2001, <laughs> according to a survey of 13 to 15 year old boys. I was um, older than that. <laughs> no comment. No. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, and and 
in the movie her her she does not look that way that she does in the movie now still she looks very more regal and and she she's she's taken a whole different she's, light she's aged gracefully she has but like but she she looks more this i don't want to say grown up years old and less sticky she looks yeah. sticky in this movie like if she's, i touched her it's my hand would stick to her i don't know what that means <laughs> she just looks sticky probably because okay. she's running around sweaty all the time that's probably all what right. it is all right that sounds so weird <laughs> That's what all she right, looks let's, like. Let's change the subject. You know who else looks uh, like that? Kat Von D also looks sticky. I don't know what that means. The skin is really shiny, so it looks like they were like they're, they're sticky. They just need like more like. Powder. I don't know. All I right. don't know. I'm not. I'm not a girl. I can't no, tell you not. why. Megan Fox also looks sticky. Fake. Yeah. Plastic. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. So anyway, yeah. Not my, I, not I, my I, place I guess to I could. I could. I could lump all three of those actresses in that. In that category. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was definitely the oh, Megan Kat, Fox of 2001. Actress Kat Von D. Actor slash card. You know who Kat Von D is? I vaguely do. She She's, sells. She, she does clothes. tattoos. There you go. She's a tattoo artist. She's okay. from that. Uh, what's that show? Uh, some sort of ink thing. Oh, I don't know. okay. She's well known for being a tattoo artist and dating Dead Mouse. I think for a while. Anyway, is Dead Mouse a person? Yes. Mm. He's well underneath that. You see Ryan <laughs> when he takes off the head. Speaking of electronic music, that, that feature is very prominent. Sure. We'll, anyway, we'll, we'll, get there. we'll get keep there. going. So, so Angelina Jolie's dad <laughs> yes. in this movie is played by her, her real, real life actual dad, John Voight, the bad guy in the first Mission Impossible movie, John Voight. John Voight. Yes. Um, which I thought was kind of an interesting choice. <laughs> well, I, I feel like like it was like a like somebody's like, oh, this is clever. I felt like it was also like, but completely I want my dad. I want my dad to see me in this franchise that is going to make a hundred movies. This is the female James Bond. That's what this is. The yeah. Well, I mean, Indiana the female Jones. Indiana Jones, the female James Bond. This movie predates. Uh, this movie predates National Treasure, so it's really that is true. The the I, can you think? I can't think of another movie that did this. This well. is filling in that Indiana Jones gap. Yeah. Um. But we, we, we still we still were quite a few years yes. before uh, Crystal Skull. Before Crystal, we're Skull. seven years away. Oof. Seven short years. <laughs> Did you know that this is the biggest grossing action film with a woman in the lead role? Really? The second biggest is Aliens. Really? Well, I guess, okay, is that, yeah. is that adjusted for inflation or no, not? Well, okay, know. not adjusted probably for not. inflation, probably. Okay. All right, well, that makes sense. Um, we'll so so other people move. in this movie, uh, we have James Bond in this movie. Yes, James Bond himself, out of nowhere, yeah. seemingly nowhere. Well, and, and with a awful American accent. Oh, God, so bad. Uh, but yeah, what's what's his actual name? Daniel Craig. That's it. I knew it was Craig something. Uh, Daniel Craig is in this movie with, mm-hmm. and his accent is sort of like the. I'm trying to sound like Harrison Ford when he's angry, mm-hmm. but failing. But like I can't get the A's right. That's kind of that's good. And and the less he doesn't talk very much. Uh, and it's funny because uh, Angelina Jolie, not British, she has a British accent, and her accent is also bad yeah. but not as bad as his no because no his is bad. his is just failing it's like you know if you watch walking dead uh and you find out that uh what is what is the what is rick grimes andrew lincoln andrew lincoln is actually british and then you hear him talking like in behind the scenes and it blows your mind because mm-hmm. you're like whoa he sounds like he's from the south yeah. in the show but then in real life he has a british accent not so with daniel craig in this movie no in real life he has a british accent but in this movie he it just slips can't in and out. talk it slips in and out the james bond voice you hear it when he talks really quietly yeah yeah but he's like he can't correctly do his vowels so they no. sound like america exactly and so and so and so he he like there's a couple of times where he almost gets the like the Harrison Ford in this in Indiana or in um in the third Star Wars movie, the one where Harrison Ford doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Yeah, where he's just angry all the time. <laughs> he he almost pulls that off a couple of times, but then the rest of it, it's just like, well, 
Maybe you should just go back to being eye candy, Daniel. I don't know. Fly casual. (laughs) Somebody wrote that line of dialogue, Ryan. (laughs) That line of dialogue from those movies that everyone holds is the Holy Grail. Oh, you're talking about Jedi? Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) With the woodies and the e-books. We didn't see episode one coming. We're dumb. Uh, So he's in this movie and bad. Angelina Jolie's accent also remarked upon not good. Uh, there's a couple other smaller actors, though, who have sure. some major roles in this movie. Who, who else? Um, we have uh, Ian Glenn, uh, who you may not know if you're not a fan of the show Game of Thrones, but he plays a very, very important character on Game of Thrones. Um, oh, he's he's the bad guy. He's yes, our main he bad our, guy. our main bad he guy. He plays our, our unnecessarily psycho bad guy yes. for no reason with no he, motivation he plays he wants to take over the world he plays jorah mormont on uh game of thrones sure that's uh, a that's a show he's yes I mean that, that show throne of swords yes throne of swords throne of swords and then another uh, who who's who actor i don't know if we've had him before on the show but he's been in a lot of things noah taylor no no we have he was on edge of tomorrow who's also in game of thrones oh is he <laughs> no no he was in noah taylor was he was one of the, the oh that's right he was in edge of tomorrow, of tomorrow. that's yeah, right yeah. i knew we'd seen him before okay, i knew i'd recognize him um, i know him best from uh from almost famous that's and he plays the nerd Mm-hmm. He does. His he job is his role is the nerd. His, his role is to make robots for Laura Croft to fight. Is it a robot? Uh, <laughs> we also have one of the guys from Red Dwarf in his yes. feature film Debut. premiere. Yeah. and then he was in the sequel, and that's, and that's it. it. <laughs> well, you know, he made some money. Well, that's all I needed. Good for him. Um, so Ryan, uh, that's Chris Barry. That's um, so Ryan. Yeah, we talk a lot about what drives movies and what drives plot forward. That's usually where I like to start our actual film discussion. So we we just like to discuss what the Wait, MacGuffin Leslie is of Phillips, this movie. Who is he in Harry Potter? I recognize that actor. Hang on, <laughs> continue. Oh, he's the Sorting Hat. Oh, he's the voice of the voice of the Sorting, of the sorting, sorting hat. hat is in this movie. That's oh. that's worth remarking upon. Wow, because you know, Neat. you you, you could have put Harry and Slytherin if it was written that way. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, no. Harry wanted to go to. to I, I, I love that. That's going to be my no new go to answer. Why did why this happen instead of this? I'm like, because that's how it was written. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what the Sorting Hat wanted. <laughs> no, not even that. Not even just that. It's just that's how the story was written. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be better if it did this. Yeah, but the story wasn't written by you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> why did they call John Blake Dick Grayson at the end of Dark uh, Dark Knight Rises? Because you didn't write it. That's why. <laughs> because Christopher <laughs> Nolan said, no, let's call him. His real name is Robin. Oh, <laughs> let's never watch it. Let's never speak of that again. Um, okay. The movie sucks. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, so moving on. No controversial statements. Uh, so the the MacGuffin, the, things that drive, the thing that drives the movie forward. Yeah, it's so. an old filmmaking Alfred Hitchcock term. Uh, we use it. This is a good one to Relatively bring up. Relatively loosely. But this one actually has a very straightforward MacGuffin. Yeah. I mean, it's we typically easy. say the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Arc, it's the Lost, Lost Ark. In this one, this one it's it is the, the Magic, magic Illuminati, Illuminati Triangle. <laughs> it's the Triforce. <laughs> Every time someone says Illuminati on the internet now, that they play the X-Files theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was thinking that. Actually, uh, this is this is not nearly as good as an X Files. Watching episode. this with my roommate, and he, I was having a cheeseburger, and part of the cheese ripped off in the shape of a triangle, and like the paper, uh-huh. so I pulled it off, and and Matt was like, and Matt was, and my roommate was like, like, what are all these dudes like meeting in this room for? And I just hold up the triangle until he looks at it, and he goes, Are they Illuminati? I'm like, the the plot, like the motivation in this movie, like, well, we need a bad guy. Who we're gonna choose? It's artifacts. Let's go with Illuminati. But see, even the Illuminati aren't even bad guys. 
No, I, the bad guy is that one guy. It's just the one guy. Uh, the plot because they this kill movie... the they kill the other Illuminati guys like right uh, away towards the end. Spoiler alert. Okay, I can I can I get something off my chest? Yes. The plot of this movie is stupid. It is, but let's There's... be honest. Let's be honest. This is high art in comparison to all the other crap we've been watching. Sure, this, this month. is one of those movies that is literally. At least it works. At least it's a fluent movie. It has things yeah. from the game. She likes to run true, with two true. guns. With two guns, and she does the the flips and things. And she's solving puzzles. Which is part but of this the game. Is, this She's is a jumping movie around. that's definitely like we wrote these action set pieces and now we need something to connect to them. No, it's absolutely true. But the problem is that instead of making them connect with just action to action or like take a breath for a moment and then action, it's just like, well, you know, we had this first action set piece, so let's have 20 minutes this, of nothing. This movie is all about making Laura Croft Let's have look, 35 minutes of nothing. This movie is about two things, making Laura Croft look hot and making Laura Croft look cool. Those are the two oh, things she oh, does the entire oh, movie. Oh, 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 yeah. She has no plot and she has no character. Yeah. All she is is I want to shoot things and punch things and then I'm going to do some some ceiling gymnastics with some bungee cords and yep. then some ninjas are going to break gonna in. And I'm going to kill some dudes with, with, with but never actually shoot somebody. You notice nope. that she doesn't never, never sh- actually shoot She anybody. shoots a robot. She shoots times. a robot lots of times but never shoots a person. She stabs a person. She lets a yeah, person get true. stabbed and cuts her own hand. Yeah, that part was dumb. But like, um, here's the thing. Like, I feel like... Th- Here's the other problem, too, I realize with this. When you're doing an action-adventure movie, I feel like three action set pieces is the magic number. Well, we got four, five. But, well, but like, but opening, like, we got cold th- open. But hold on. We've got bungee. But hold on. We've got... But hold on. Okay, okay. What I'm saying is, when you're on the adventure, three pieces. It's like Last Crusade rule. Yeah. You have... The three challenges you have to get through to get it. There's four. And I guess I guess in this one there is that third challenge where they have to get the last little piece. But that's stupid. They should have broken. Like when they said they broke it in half. I'm like, okay, so we have two action set pieces in some place that's cool to look at. Should have like house. They should have like hinted at it. Like wink. Well, it's a triangle. You think they break? It's like like Zelda. You break it into threes. It's called the Triforce. Yeah. So what they could like they break it into three separate pieces and scattered it all around the world. Like. That would have, I don't know, that sounds stupid that that makes a, all the difference, but to me it does. I, because it's like, there's the one that's, okay, it's a, it's a cool puzzle, and the second one's a little bit harder, and the third one's the big one where they have the big fight at the end, and maybe they're fighting while they're trying to get the piece. Yeah. Like, there yeah. was, and, and I know that sounds stupid, and I know that's not how it was written, and it was, written, <laughs> it was not written that way, but that's that to me would have made more sense. Like, like it, it, it reminds me of Indiana Jones in that sense. You have the three little, like, but, it, but three this, tasks. we're saying is this movie does not. No, it does that, not. That. But when you're solving the mystery, three tasks. Three tasks yeah, are very but, important. But the, I, I would argue that the plot of this movie is terrible. Oh, it is. And, and that the... that They, they watched don't... half of Raiders of the Lost Ark or half of Last Crusade and we're like, we got it. We got it. No, it's <laughs> like it's literally like like every time that they're thinking about explaining it, they're like, oh, the celestial convergence. We don't have time for anything else. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, well, By the now, way, they now tell we you have this eight, 20 minutes of they dead tell you, zone. They tell you about eight we're not going to do any exposition. They tell you about eight and times. Then, how oh, there's a little exposition, but it got interrupted by killing. They tell you about eight times how, how like, what, what's the timetable we're at for the yeah, conversions. Yeah. I then, think that's the most important plot well, point. Well, and then there's like, oh, we've got 28, 28 seconds left. And mm. then they stop. And then they have like a five minute dialogue scene. <laughs> and then they have 26 seconds left. It's like, well. Look, guys. So what you're saying, Ryan, is that there's not a lot of themes in this movie. The, the theme is, the theme, I, I really like your themes, looking hot or looking cool. <laughs> that's what, I mean, well, Laura Croft, that's what they try to do. 
Yeah. They're trying to throw in this dad subplot where it's like, I'm just trying to find my dad. I'm trying to be. Yeah, and, and she looks pouty for a second yeah. instead of looking angry, which is the way she looks the rest of the time. Well, she looks booby the whole time. Well, Ian, she <laughs> does have a face. And sometimes you can see it on the screen. I know that that's <laughs> not where you up. were focused. That's, not, that's where, not what you were looking at. That's not where anyone who's watching this movie is focused. That's not true. Ryan. Well, I mean, let's not lie to ourselves. And, and, you know. I've seen ladies who dressed up as Laura Croft for Halloween. So? It's like I the way of getting. dressed up for Laura Croft for cosplay. To me, though, like it feels like. That's true. But for me, it feels like it's like it's like the nerdy, sexy costume. It's like the one where you don't have to be like, you don't want to be Slave Leia. That's fine. because You don't want to be Slave Leia. But I'm like, I'm Laura Croft. I'm tough and, and I'm a BA. But I'm wearing these skimpy outfits, guys. Everybody. Yeah, I think that that's maybe <laughs> a lot of. I'm just there's kidding. a lot of reasons I'm, by that. I'm just kidding. Not. I'm I'm just joking. so moving on. I'm just joking. Then, anyway, no, no, but I, I, there's a slight fatherhood. Type, yeah, yeah, like, no, they're, they're pressing your dad like, theme. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's shoehorned in there. Yeah, like in a in a way that like it only affects it only affects the movie. Yeah. Like at the appropriate moment. I'm just angry that she doesn't have any character. She has no character at Her all. Her character she is looking hot, and looking cool to people. All she does is go it's like mm. ruts from on a road motorcycle. No, she gives she gives this look a lot. Mm. Well, mm. and apparently they they mm. their goal was to make her sound like the character when you're playing her in the video game. Sure. Which like and and you know I appreciate that that's a laudable goal, but you've got to make you've got to make a movie with people in it. Yeah. And there aren't any people in this movie. No. Even even the butler is like stereotype butler. <laughs> Even the nerd is like stereotype. Nerd. You know what I was kind of hoping in this movie would happen. I huh. was hoping that the butler would be like, like she'd be like, like, like all, like all into like the, I don't know. Maybe it's just my my nerdiness. My mm-hmm. my, my that the maybe it's the uh, the the uh, butler would be pink. like a ba. No, no, the pretty and maybe it's the pretty and pink in me. Oh. But I feel like they tried to like try to shoehorn the whole. Alex being like, oh, maybe they like each other. Maybe they should be together. Cause Alex is Daniel guy. Craig. Yeah. In this movie, yeah. And then, you know, the butler's like, oh, I'm they, they, I feel like they really, maybe at one time they had the idea to make there be a romantic connection, but like, no, let's just not do that at all. Oh, instead the butler was sort of like the, yeah, was like the gay dad. Yeah, he's like, he's like, why aren't you wearing a dress? Yeah. You could be a lady. She's like, like I'm if, not a lady. Here's the thing. That would have worked if the butler was like 55 years old, but this guy's like her same age. No, I think that he's actually like, okay, he's, he's probably 10 years older than her, but it, but it's, it's in that realm of, you can't really tell. Yeah. You can't really tell. But anyway, the movie starts with an action set piece. That's really confusing. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> fake. Yeah, she's got a she's fighting te- a robot in a fake temple built in a house. fake temple Perks in her it. house. Maybe and puts in a mini disc. Oh no no no! A- it's a it's a one of those Sony memory sticks. I know. No, <laughs> come on, it's product placement. I, I, <laughs> and I was waiting. She puts for on to- Laura's party mix, <laughs> which I I she doesn't seem like the kind of character who would have, have a, a party, party mix. No, or a party. And then she takes has a, any friends. And then she takes a shower right after. Oh yeah, a very long shower. Yeah, and it's not a it's not like scene. a. It's not like a like a um like a twister shower yeah. that like makes her feel better. No. It just is a it's just like an excuse she for a lot more the ro- most nudity you can put in a PG thirteen movie a that's lot. not Titanic. Let's put it this way though. But I learned once again, it's another movie reinforcing ladies like showers a lot. It's true. <laughs> and that shower scene goes on for And then we see side boob. We don't get we don't get we don't get ac- like accidental boob. It's PG thirteen. Like surprise boob. But, but, but side boob? Yeah. I remember seeing that and being like Thank God, mom's not here. <laughs> She'd be upset. Oh man, I'm glad we snuck into this one. Yeah, I, uh, I saw it with my dad or with my buddy. I think I saw it with my friend, and we were like, "Oh, look at that!" 
<laughs> Look at the screen out there. Oh goodness. All, so anyway, all, moving on. Uh, so then, but then after that, <laughs> there's like 20 minutes of nothing. Yeah. And then she has a dream about her dad and wakes up, and a clock is under some staircase. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets it, and like, what are we gonna do with this clock? And then she hits it with a hammer, and then it turns out it's got an Illuminati this, this, thing in uh, it. Again, this is just all. It feels like they're. It feels like they just threw tropes at this. Oh yeah, they just like but then the, TV but then, tropes but then that exist at this where, point. But then there's things but, where like you're like, oh, so she's gonna get together with the Alex guy at the end, right? Nope, not that trope. Just all these other ones. Yeah, there's certain tropes where you're like half expect. That's the one thing. This movie's frustrating. You well, it's, you can't it's, predict it the because part is, you can, but then you don't. like. Because, what was with the creepy little girl? Never explain any of that's that. It's just really lazy. Like it's like they they it's it's the perfect metaphor is is they watch half of an Indiana Jones movie because they never they never fulfill any of the things that they because no. they set stuff up maybe but then they're kind of like well yeah you know whatever <laughs> here's a track from Basement Jack I feel like they watched the second half of of, of um, Last Crusade though because in this one they had a little girl who kept showing up and, and giving her like giving her like tips or yeah or, or little bits of flowers yeah or, or something something that was like, oh magical but I feel like they're like oh this one has a magic knight in it sweet we'll put a magic little girl in ours well but it but they never like is that supposed to be like a young version of her like no her spirit I don't know animal? she's just you know it's just <sighs> that's the thing this movie is just vague magic and it's funny because I know sometimes we get frustrated when a movie over explains but. But the movie doesn't underexplain in like a clever way. Hold on, this overexplained all the wrong reasons. They overexplained how how long the time period was before oh, yeah. the, the, the the alignment happened. Five thousand years, I know that much. No, no, no. They said, "Oh, we have one week, oh, one yeah. week. We have one week from now. One week, one week, one week. Like every five seconds, someone was telling us how far away it was. Sixteen hours, seventy-two hours. Oh my god! But, but when it came to they they magically finally put this thing together and they magically touch it, then all of a sudden they're just running up a pyramid. Yeah. Why? What? What and it's like, like a video game? And they might she might as well have said y'all ready for this? Because that's what it was. It was like was, what? I, I look over at Matt and he's like what? 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 What is happening? I'm like Matt. They gotta get the goal. Well, and they also <laughs> did that thing where they're like, oh well, it's in the past, right? Everything in the past is the same. So let's go to Cambodia. Oh, let's be in you know like a an ancient Aztec area. Oh, let's it's it's all the same. It's foreign. They all happened at the same time. It's all foreign. They didn't all happen. Doesn't matter. It's foreign in real life, though. Well, no, but they 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 moved them to opposite sides of the earth. That's what they said. That's what they said. But with with what technology? Five thousand years ago, horses and boats. But they no. They sure did build some impressive machines. I will tell you that. Yeah, they did those those that steampunk. uh, Probably by the time it got there. Planet planet thing. What do you call (laughs) those? One of those planet things. Uh, Planet planet uh, clock. uh, Planet has a no has a word. You mean a solar system? No, like you make, but it was like a, like it was, a clockwork okay. solar system. Let's model. talk. Let's talk. Okay, let, let's talk about the action set piece in this movie, and sure. that'll lead us to those puzzle sequences. Um, so we have the part we were just talking about where she's swinging around on the the random bungee cords. Okay, well, so first scene, she's like running around the temple man, in her if, house. If you had a, if you, well, I mean, but yeah, that's over pretty quick, and she kills the robot, which it's called an orrery, by oh, the way. Okay. All right, I knew there's a real word for it. So yeah, so she's doing like she's just. You know, bunching around in her house for no reason. Just, you know, that's Let's how she honest, relaxes. If you had a giant mansion and you could do that, you'd do it. Yeah, I'd definitely do it in my white, unbuttoned, flowy pajamas. <laughs> Not wearing any sort of underwear. <laughs> well, all. no. I, they, that's not clear. She probably was. Come on. There's lots of 
Come she's not on. wearing. She's 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 not wearing a sports bra. I can tell it's, you that. It's much. meant. It's meant. Anyway, to it. <laughs> yeah, it's meant to apply that. And then crazy command. Like I said, anytime they can just just I'll, I'll mention this one more time. Anytime in this movie where you think they could make Angelina Jolie look sexy, they go for it every single time. Whether you want it or not, there's bouncing. <laughs> they put her in a tight white jumpsuit at one point. Yeah, for some reason because it's cold outside, a, and she has a a big old a coat. coat. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I think she actually changes clothes in that scene. She does. Yeah. Because then at some point she's wearing all black. Yeah. But I don't remember when that... Anyway. Uh, so so the commandos attack her house. Uh-huh. And so she's... <laughs> movie hurts. So she's... Well, I don't really remember how she... She like she kills a bunch she of them. She flips around on it. And with her bungee cords to, and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a pretty cool scene. It's neat. It looks cool. While Fat Boy Slim plays in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then she gets into her garage and like destroys a bunch of cars by, you know, f- with for reasons and whatever. It doesn't really make sense. She uses a she uses a, an air pressure gun uh, to kill people by shooting screwdrivers at them. <laughs> she does. Um, and then, then we get to the jungle finally, and that scene's to, over. We get to we get to an actual fight scene. That, no, uh, but but it's but the thing is, the thing that you're missing is that there's like. 20 to 30 minutes oh, no, of nothing happening oh, I know. afterwards. Oh, I know. Where they're just kind of like, wow, can you believe that happened? No, this house is such a mess. Huh. And, and then there's nothing, <laughs> like forever. And then you're like, wow, is it, are we watching a movie or did I push pause accidentally? No, it's just nothing is happening. This is the extended version? Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> this is the regular version. And then finally, they're like, oh, well, I guess uh, you, you got to go to Cambodia. You got to be there in 16 hours. Leave right now. <laughs> That's the thing. The reason they spend so much time talking in this world is because travel takes three minutes. Yeah, and then and then she's traveling, sitting in a Range Rover that's hanging from a helicopter. And then they drop her off, she and she's like, some, uh, "Yeah, I'm good. Guys. I'm just gonna just gonna drive through this lake. Here we go," which she does, and sure. drives through the jungle, mm-hmm. just just smashes and then everything. solves a puzzle. Oh, apparently, eyes. so that scene where she's driving the 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 open top Range Rover through mm-hmm. the jungle, they had to keep pausing and reshooting because snakes were falling in, <laughs> and Angelina Jolie was terrified. I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny though, because in the movie she just looks like I'm angry driving through this jungle, but in real life she's like, "Good lord, there's snakes everywhere." <laughs> um, one thing I will say though, so then we get to the temple where she solves the first little mystery, or whatever, and then the statues and stuff start coming to life. Now, the giant. Well, but there's a big puzzle first. Yeah, which is kind she of video gamey. The end. <laughs> My favorite part is she solves it because there's a swinging log. <laughs> And, and has her, to smash and her body. Thing. Her body weight is and enough. No, to no, her body it. weight isn't enough because she jumps on it, and that's not it. She has to do a squat, and then the power of the squat <laughs> is what does it. You got to watch her. I'm watching this. With my wife. She's like, "Is she doing a squat? Is that what's going to push this forward?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, you got to get those. You got to. It's leg day." And then she smashes <laughs> into the thing, and and it, and then the there's weird sort of badly CG'd okay, liquid on, of some kind. On. Okay, yeah, badly CG'd and liquid. Then the, and then bad, the, the bad, stone stuff comes the to life. The bad CG stones come to life. Yeah. And then, For no reason. And then hold on, though. And there's no... Hold on, like, though. Hold on, though. Oh, the hold ancient on, prophecy oh, oh, tells you there's nothing. Yeah. Hold on. It just happens. Hold on. The magic silver goo makes him live. But in the middle of you that... the magic a, CG goo. Yes. Yeah. In the middle of that, there's another stone thing that comes to life. The, Which, with the wings? Remember oh, yeah, the wings? The, how did and then after that there's a giant Shiva statue that comes yeah, to life. Yeah. How did two of those things look terrible and the one in the middle is like, well, that's decent enough 
for 2001. Yeah, no, I don't know. And like, and then mind you, this is two years before Daredevil's little magic rat. Uh, so how? I don't know. How did it happen? Probably like, they. How was that the thing they put all the money in? But the other two guys, which had a lot now, more screen time, so, so less money. Real life, the way that movies do special effects is that they farm out different elements of the effects to different special effects studios. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely possible that in this movie, three different companies made the three different CGI characters. Two of which were bad, one was right. reason. They paid somebody, and the, that person knew what they're doing, but then the other two. Well, they didn't. Well, it's pro- probably what happened is one company was like, oh, well, we can do one of these and it's going to cost this much. And they're like, that's kind of a lot. Can you do all of it? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be this much. And they're like, there's no way we can afford that. You guys just do this and we're going to find somebody cheaper to do these other ones. And they went to another company that's just like a dude with a, with a power Mac in his garage. And they're like, <laughs> hey, can you do all this stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah, I can do it for like $800. And they were like, perfect. You're going to be in this feature film that we are spending millions of dollars on. And he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to also need a case of beer and a, several <laughs> weekends. Right away, Mr. Bay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but then they do that and then they solve that puzzle and then stuff happens and they get, well, and then, out. and then it's like, oh, cause they're all together. And then it does the thing where it's like, it well, we're not going to wait. It, let's not change yeah. anything about what's happening in the world. So everybody just sort of goes their separate ways and they're like, oh, bye, Laura. See you later. And they're like, oh, she's like, oh, bye, bad guys. Like literally, they're just like, "Oh, we hate you. You stole the thing. Now we're gonna yeah. try to get you." And and then and then like they see each other leave, and they're just kind of like, "Well, see you later." And then and, and, and the she's movie, like, "Oh yeah." And then the movie crosses over with Mortal Kombat because she's in Cambodia and those shrines yeah. are there. And there's like, and weird, then Raiden like a says, child is there who's so. not there. You know, apparently this movie actually shot on location in Cambodia, which is not something that Mortal Kombat did. No. And it was one of the first like Western productions to shoot on location in Cambodia and Angkor Wat in like decades. Really? Yeah. They probably like smash stuff, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> so it turns out they got to go to the North Pole. Is that what they? No, they're in they're in Siberia. No, oh, so, yeah. It's well, just North Pole area. You know, north. cold they have area. To go north, cold, cold, cold town, cold town. So they go to cold town, and there's dogs, and, and the also dog like Russian and boat a, trucks. A boat truck, yeah. And and then they get to this other puzzle. That's and for giant. some reason, this time she thinks to bring the nerd with her. Yeah. And understand, and, and no, not only does she bring the nerd with her, she's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go with you guys, the guys who I'm competing against, who I hate, because it's gonna simplify a lot of things for the viewers." Mm-hmm. And, and then everybody's dog, just cool with and it. And then a dog jumps through a time circle, yeah, <laughs> turns into like, bones, and then turns back into a dog. She's <laughs> like, "Oh, that's a time storm." And you're like, "I wonder." At if- this point, you're like, "Wait, wait, wait." <laughs> okay, I was okay with with living statues, but time storms? Where's Doctor Who? <laughs> There's no TARDIS in this movie. <laughs> and the time storm, when you see it, it's just like a little floating around spark. And I was like, oh, is that like there's some like a reflection off the lens or something? Like what what, what did they fail here? Why is this happening? And then the dog jumps through. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a time storm. And so when you go through it, it, it turns you, strips you into your component parts. So it's like, oh, there's the dog's bones and there's the dog's muscles and sinews and then back to a dog. That's what a time storm does. <laughs> Good, doesn't no. make it into a baby dog. No. Or or an old dog. No. No. It's literally a dissector. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an x-ray, like a like a like a time x-ray. So uh they solve this puzzle. But they still don't ever no, explain oh, way, that's the other thing. time storms. That's the other thing. Laura solves this puzzle, goes into this magical orb, and we don't see her. And then comes back out. And then comes the back piece. out. Like I feel like maybe that's where they uh, went. 
in the in when they combine the two pieces and then all oh three into pieces. Pyramid Town, yeah, Pyramid Land, and then the Illuminati are there. She partners with the Illuminati, and then the, the bad guys kill them all. Yeah, and then but not her, and then not her, the one person who can stop and then them. Game of Thrones, no dude, God, no. And then Game of Thrones, dude's like, I'm gonna kill James Wait, which Bond. Game of Thrones? Oh, the the main bad guy. Yeah, bad guy Game of Thrones, dude's like, I'm gonna kill James Bond. Throws a knife at him. And then he's like, now you're going to have to make the two pieces work like magic. So that you can change cause you're, time. Because you're the smartest person in the world, and apparently. Cause yeah. You know how to solve all the puzzles. But but he can't do it. He's got to have her do it. But we didn't know that up until this point. They, the rules are changing left and right. Yes. There's nothing consistent no. in this movie. And so they, they make pieces go together. And then she turns the and then No, no. They, she make, they make the pieces go together. And he's like, oh, it's not working. And she's like, that's because. There's another piece. No, she doesn't say anything. She just throws the little Illuminati clock into a time storm and then reaches in. Her hand is completely unaffected by the time storm and takes out a tiny piece of broken rock from from the Illuminati you know, triangle because somebody earlier mentioned a grain of sand uh, and then she puts it together and boom, now she has Illuminati powers and goes back in time well, it's, and it's to like Mars the Triforce. to talk to Somebody's her dad. playing Zelda because whoever touches that thing first gets to have control and she does touch it first she does and so she goes and has a nice chat with her dad where he's like this isn't real she's like no and she's like is this real and he's all no this isn't real like kind of this is in your imagination probably mostly kind of it's she's like okay and he's like if you touch my hand then this scene is over and she's like okay dad give me a high five and then the scene's over and then she's like now i'm gonna go reverse daniel craig's death but i can't grab the knife by its handle so i'm gonna stab myself with it in in my hand and turn it and turn it time and it's so hard to change time that i'm gonna work really hard to turn this knife that's in midair around because time is frozen and then we're gonna get in a fist fight because well, and it's gonna stab this guy but where it killed daniel craig immediately he's gonna just pull it out and be fine because he hits and we're gonna have a fist fight the shoulder instead yeah. of the chest yeah so that's a very different area she should have angled it. Better. At any at any rate, then they have a fist fight because and he punches because her a lot. Magic. It's not a lot yeah. of movies where a dude just hits a lady in the face yeah, a lot of does times. Does Laura Croft even count I mean, as a lady by this point? Well, I mean, she's the only she's a female character. in the movie. She's a character, so she's a female character. She doesn't really. <laughs> she looks like a girl, and she sounds like a girl, and her name is a girl name, and she's played by a girl actress. But in all but in all the respects, she's not a girl. Well, the the <laughs> movie treats her as a as a character. The movie treats her the way it treats all the men in the movie. It's not. It there it's, aren't any women. See, here's in the, the thing. Movie. I bet you who was writing that somebody thought I'm being progressive. She's gonna just be able to send toe She's to toe. Be one of the guys. Yeah, but no, that's not how it comes off. <laughs> one of the guys is gonna have a sexy shower where their hair is whipped around. Actually, and that's then their side boob. Actually, that's, that's another. That's not forgot. true because Daniel Craig does have a long sexy shower scene and then walks around an apartment <laughs> all naked. Right, all right, with ladies. with Austin Powers level blockage in front of his all right, in front all right, of his all right, ladies, all right ladies we know your boyfriend took you to see this movie and he got his fun now you're gonna get yours it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny that there's that much cheesecake there is in that scene or oh yeah what do you call it beefcake when it's a dude oh right? my god yeah uh but then so then she has a fist fight with this dude and then how does she kill him uh she just punches him with lightning she just punches him she lightning punches him she somehow yeah there's lightning and she, he gets struck by, I don't know, he, she punches him to Time death. storm. And then he, and then she's, and everything explodes. Then it explodes. But she, but she gets the watch to save, and gets out. Oh, he has a pocket watch that has a picture of her mom, mom Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Uh, is it really Linda yeah, Carter? Yes, it is. Oh. Uh, in it. And so she, she saves, she retrieves that from his corpse and then runs out of the exploding yeah. hot underground cavern in Siberia. Oh she, oh, she doesn't run. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She 
<laughs> she dog boards. That's the only way. Dog skis she, out. She's 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 her, dog skiing. Her out. sled is broken, so she's just gonna grab the dogs, grab the dogs, and her, skid on her on her boots. And then she is wearing a dress at the end. And then they offer her guns and to fight a robot. And she and takes her hat off her. and goes and and that's the end. And then it's uh, what is it? Where's your hat? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the soundtrack. Oh, this uh, is a who's who of late '90s, early 2000s electronic music, is it, it not? It, it is. It is very much a a very period. That I guess did no soundtrack songs. Get rid of time, and then there's Fatboy Slim in there who redid a song. Yeah, so there's a fluke song. There's an outcast song. Oh um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was asking, I look over at Matt, I go, what happened to our buddy Norm Cook? And he's uh, like, who? There's, I'm like, there's a, there's a BT song. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a Fatboy Slim song. Yeah, there's multiple ones. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a <laughs> Illuminati, Fatboy Slim featuring Bootsy Collins. Illuminati? That's the name I, of the song. Now, Ryan, yeah. would you believe mm. it if I told you I own the soundtrack? Yes, I would, I without do. a doubt. I do yeah, have this it. song also has Elevation, the U2 song, yeah. but it is the Tomb Raider mix. Did oh, you know that? Good. <laughs> oh, it's got a Nine Inch Nails song on. I remember we were watching of it. it does. And Matt was sitting through Groove the cre- Armada. Oh man, Matt was I'm sitting impressed. through the credits of Chemical this Chemical Brothers. Yeah, yep. Matt was sitting through the credits and um, Moby. Wow, yeah, of course. Matt wow, was, it really is. Matt was sitting through the credits of this movie. And he's uh, thinking, and then we get. He's like, oh, like, like oh, I remember this song of electronic. I'm like, here comes the U2 song. And he goes, thank you. And here's the venue. <laughs> he's like, we're done watching this movie now. It's this over. Is, this it's funny. <laughs> I was thinking about this movie. And I was thinking about the costumes in this movie, mm-hmm. and this movie is is now in 2015, very dated to that 2001, mm-hmm. like the things that we thought were cool then yeah. that we now know oh, were in fact super lame. But I mean, I remember at the time thinking, like especially like her sunglasses, all that stuff. I remember at the time thinking to myself, like the way things are right now. This is just cool. Like we finally got past the gimmicky stuff in the '90s and the '80s, and this is just how things are going to be because it's totally normal and rad. Like everything's just going to be cool like this all the time. And I, and I had sure, no. Sure, girls. I, are, and I was, sure, a, sure. I was a teenager. I was a child. Sure. Girls are wearing sandals that are having a, they're a foot off the ground. Yeah, that's normal. That's just that's normal that's just now. how things are. That's just how they are now. Yeah, you know, shoes with metal metal pieces built in so you can go down down rails well, on your shoes. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or you know, wheels built in. Well, that was a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that that was going to be how, the, you know, big, long jackets all the time for no reason look so cool. Uh, and, and how wrong I was. It's so if, if you know someone who just thinks like the way things are right now is super cool and it's always going to be cool like this, just smile and shake your head at them. <laughs> You learn that in time. You learn that fashion and everything changes. It's great. Oh, man. Skinny jeans. I'm set for life. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you remember Jinkos? Do you remember big, big, super oh, yeah. ridiculous? You know what the best jeans? idea is? Stick with the middle. Be baby bear about it. Yeah. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. So don't get skinny jeans like me. I have skinny jeans. I just wear dad jeans. Don't get now. super. Yeah, wear dad jeans because dad jeans are always going to work. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to look like a dad, but at some point you're going to stop caring. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to that point. Right? Oh, those are your dad jeans? Yeah, I, they're comfy as hell. What I, do you want? I don't even have a kid. I'm getting to that point where I look at like the shirts at In-N-Out. I'm like, I want an In-N-Out shirt. I'm like, that one seems as good as any. That one's got a car on I'm it. Getting the, I'm getting past the point of like, oh, shouldn't I wear that to be ironic and funny to be like, all right. I really do like In-N-Out. I have a number of shirts, mostly that I've gotten from breweries that are the logo in the left, or left corner of the front of the shirt and uh-huh. the huge back logo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. 
Um, all right, no matter right. if they're standing in front of you or behind you, they know that you like beer. <laughs> so final or thoughts. Or cheeseburgers. Final thoughts. Right. Ryan, did, did you watch this with your wife? Uh, I did. did that? Did she stay I awake did. the whole way? Uh, she didn't really watch it. She was on the computer most of the time. <laughs> uh, but She was present. Yeah, she was. She did stay awake, if you right. want to be purely technical. Right. Um, but what what is your final <laughs> thoughts on this movie? This movie is... This movie is the best movie we've watched so far this month. And that's saying something. Uh, but it's but at the same time, it's it's like a because we talk about because the whole point of this podcast is we talk about action movies. How action movies are are in a sense their own genre and their own art form, right? And this movie is is like a completely as inelegant as possible, like by the numbers action movie. Mm-hmm. This movie isn't. It's does not ever. It's not great, and it never even tries to be better than like acceptable. Yeah, but the action set pe- the action set pieces work, and they're pretty exhilarating. And the rest of it isn't god awful. Hmm. But besides that, it's just kind of like, well, this is a movie. Yeah, this is this is one of those movies that exists yep. as a cash in. Yep. Like you can tell because nobody cared enough to try to make it anything other than acceptable. Bingo. This is this is a straight like middle of the road. Like we <sighs> made this movie. We wanted to see and so we that people see. would pay for it. And then they did. Now we're done. Yep. Let's make another. Yeah. Let's make a sequel. <laughs> That's just as mundane, probably. Yeah. I think I saw the sequel. Did you? Oh, probably. I never did. I we probably should have just watched that. <laughs> it's called The Cradle of Life. Yeah. It seemed like it was going to be even more dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. What's your rating on this? Uh, no, I mean, I think with that, I'm going to give it straight five. Five sled dogs out of a possible ten <laughs> that you would skid behind in your in your kind of silvery purple combat boots. Yeah, I would I would also agree. I'm going to give it five uh, dudes taken out by sweet bungee trick action <laughs> uh, out of 10. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you, but a blockbuster lackluster. Oh man. <laughs> Can you if you just watched a cook-off reel of the action set pieces, you'd say, "Oh, this might be a blockbuster." But then if you had to deal with all the connecting tissue Here's in Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. If you want to prove to someone that not all video game movies are terrible, but that they can be mediocre, then this, this is, the is your movie. But I think like that right there says that it's lackluster. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All these movies this month are going to be lackluster. Yeah. So. Um, well, uh, that is Tomb Raider. That is Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Oh, and that man. is our show. Uh, you know, you promised me that at the end of this month we'd watch something incredible. Yes. That, that it was something that I hadn't seen. Yes. That... That I that I've been wanting to see, and that you said we have to watch it together, and and God, you're gonna just be. I believe you, you the term I used. Wait. I believe the term I used, Ryan, was I wanted to watch your childhood die in front of you. That, I think that that was the next the long week. And short of it to end pixels, polygons, and punches month. We'll uh-huh. be watching the creme de la creme of crappy video game movies. The all right, all the right. top notch. Oh, what so made what all of this, this possible? What movie? What movie? Ryan. We're going to watch Super Mario Brothers. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen it. I know. Oh, I I'm so excited. I'm it. so excited to watch your, your childhood die and your dreams be we're crushed. We're going to watch it together, huh? We're going to uh, hold hands. We're gonna hold hands. I'm, I'm just going to look at you. I'm not going to watch the movie the whole time. I'm just going to watch your face. <laughs> As you go, what? What? Now, remember, Ryan. Uh-huh. Maybe we, I think before we should watch the movie. Maybe we should play. Maybe you should play the first level of Mario Brothers on my Wii. On my Wii, you just oh, so you, I can play it in my mind. Okay, play it in your mind. Okay, because I want you to remember what that looks like, like and then I want you to remember jump, the. Jump and then I want you to watch that, that movie. So next time Koopa. to end Pixels, Polygons, and Punches Month, we watch Super Mario Brothers. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super Action Bros. Bros.
This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. <laughs>